This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you again for your patience in waiting for the takeoff podcast uh, to restart. I really, really appreciate you all. And yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the takeoff experience where I sit down with highly driven people to talk about their journey, their failures and their successes. If you want to take off in your career, your business, your finances or your mindset, then this podcast is for you. Welcome back to the Takeoff podcast. So we have a very, very special guest in the building. Uh, so Crystal, who is a chartered accountant, financial coach and founder of Mind Over Money. How are you doing today, Crystal? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good too. Like, I, like I think the podcast has probably heard this. We're actually recording this before... 2022 but you're gonna hear this in the first week of 2022 and currently i'm just enjoying my my time off i have three weeks off of my new job so yeah i'm just really excited about it i haven't had such a big break um, mm. in a while and you're telling me you're going to gambia right yes yes I are you from gambia i'm not i'm not way. i'm western no. Okay, Gambia. Whoa, okay. Tell me why. Why Gambia? Why why are you going to Gambia? I've been before, but I didn't see much of it. I only went for five days. So I'm going to go for a bit longer and explore. Like I I travel. Like I don't know if you know, I went traveling for a year and a half, a few years back. So Mm. yeah, traveling is Yeah, I remember you saying that. What countries did you do when you went back? um, When I went traveling before? Yeah. I started in India. uh, Then I was in Thailand, Vietnam, Singapore, Bali, Ethiopia, Istanbul. Yeah. Wow. I was away for wow, a long wow. time. It's just like, oh, Benin and Togo as well. Let's not forget. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. So you, okay. So you've been to a few African countries. Have you been to Nigeria? I haven't. I was meant to go Nigeria okay. and Ghana, but it just didn't happen. It didn't happen. Okay. Yeah. No. Me, yeah. Try to go to Nigeria. I went a, f- a few weeks back and yeah, it was, it was I saw. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah, no, I want like to go. It. And I really want to go to um, Ghana as well. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Ghana's on my list. I definitely want to do more of Africa. I, I've been to Gambia as well, but I don't remember it. I went when I was a, a child, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah. There's pictures of me like cleaning plates <laughs> on the roadside. So yeah, that, that was quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so funny. So yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So I always start, you know, the podcast with the same question pretty much. Um, so it's going to be interesting to um, hear your answer to this. Uh, so what is your worst financial mistake? Um, I think, um, caveat, I think because I was raised in an environment Mm -hmm. where money was tight uh, and Mm -hmm. I watched mum struggle, I was always given the responsibility to make sure everything was okay. So I've not had like really massive detrimental, ah, what have you done? It's been more, I think two things come to mind. One would be 
only realizing at maybe 22 that I need to be responsible with my finances. Whoa, hold on a second. And this was because I separated with a partner who was going to start renting together. Um, Mm -hmm. And I separated during that thought process of, hey, let's get somewhere our own place. And then I was like, let me look at my own finances. That's the first time I put a budget together. And, you know, I think... I think I was earning just over a grand or something per month and I couldn't find wow. 500 pounds. Like where, where have I spent this money? So that just gave me a real mm. like shock moment. Like what are you doing with your money? Um, yeah. And the other thing, <laughs> and it's not really a mistake, but mm. yeah, it is actually. When I went to uni, I stayed at home. So I stayed in London for okay. uni. So I didn't have to pay for living. I had two jobs. I didn't. Two? Yeah, yeah. I, that's, wow. I always had at least two jobs. Um, wow. And I still took out a loan. Really? The full loan. Everything. All of it. Yes. Okay. You know what? I can see that happening. Honestly, I can see that happening. I feel like as students, we want to have fun. We want to go out. And that's probably like our first lesson of like being responsible, financially responsible. Um, It's not like you get taught how to... No. But but what's really annoying, and and this has only Mm. occurred to me when I look back, but... My my degree was free because of what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, you're digging, you're digging a hole here. <laughs> so my degree was free because of my parents' low income, whatever. And, you okay. know, because of my age. Uh, I don't. I think yeah. I, I assume I'm older than you. Okay, but then yes, yeah. your degree was free, but I still took out a okay. loan and I spent all the money. And it's like I went to oh, Miami, okay. I bought a car. Like, what was I doing? Where, <laughs> you did Miami. Jeez, I love that. Listen. Wow. But I, I looking back and I hear about people who yeah. use that money to invest in property, you know, all this stuff. Yeah, like, I yeah. wish I had that mindset back then. I, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't have anyone around me. Like I said, yeah. parents didn't earn much. That wasn't the environment I was around. So I didn't know mm-hmm. about that stuff. So I, yeah. I say mistake, but it's less of a mm-hmm. mistake. It's more I just, I, I didn't know. I wasn't in that environment yeah. to, to learn about that stuff. Um, okay. Yeah. Very, very interesting story. <laughs> you know, I always think because like it's, I always, I, I also think back to like, you know, if I did this and that and you think about the alternate timelines, but then I feel like life just always has curveballs because, yeah. you know, yeah, you, you know, you could have maybe invested early, etc. but you're still doing well in life. So I think, you know, you made, you made something out of it, didn't you? Right? Yes, yes, yes. Eventually, I mean, so sure, and I think this is part of the reason why I'm in this space. Like, yeah, the benefits of people learning sooner rather than later, or even when mm-hmm. they're adults, you know, whatever. It just getting yeah. the information out there and getting the education out there, so people can make better decisions. Um, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I, I, I get, I completely, completely understand that. Uh, so yeah, of course, we're in the um, same space, but I actually want you, you know, get the audience to um, get to to know you a little bit better. So can you give us an insight into the day and life of Crystal? Yeah, um, I think if you speak to anyone who knows me, they'll be like, Crystal, you need to mm-hmm. stop doing all the things you're doing. You're doing too much. <laughs> um, so the day in the life. So as you know, at the moment I am at uni. So yeah. a lot of my time right this moment is spent mm-hmm. reading massive, I don't know if I can swear, but I'll, I'll hold it back, textbooks. <laughs> Um, doing coding. So, you know, waking up early, trying to get to the gym, start my day, jump out of bed, you know, that good stuff. Um, And just working through study. uh, I I didn't realize how much coding was required for my course, but it is. Um, And it's a bit like I compare it to buying property. 
the the highs mm. and lows you know to buy a property you have to you have to be somewhat emotionally invested um yeah to say i'm gonna spend this money on this yes this is the one i'm gonna put an offer on. yes <laughs> you know and i've been gazumped before and you yeah. know the negative wow. side of that so so coding is mm. a bit like that like i get excited yeah, yeah i figured it out and then it's like i want to throw the computer at the window like this is just there <laughs> so part of it is doing this hard stuff um mm. i am still doing my business of course i have two mm-hmm main ones so the consultancy and the mentoring so coaching mentoring um yeah. so you know whether it's talking to people, while you're doing a master's i know and this is this is wow. and, and, and i haven't finished i mean <laughs> so, yeah you only just started like a few months ago well so you know talking to new clients um coaching yeah. helping people with their businesses so you know in optimizing profits basically reducing expenses increasing profits mm-hmm. identifying new ways of generating revenue blah 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 uh, yeah. and mind over money um obviously doing things there so that's like workshops or partnering with organizations mm-hmm. i'm also a charity mm-hmm. trustee um for wow. two at the moment um, mm-hmm. to charities so working with them obviously a treasurer so i help them with the financial side I think that's everything. <laughs> wow how do you <laughs> how do you handle how do you manage this? And you know, if that works for you, what because everybody has different schedules. Like you know, yeah. we're saying. I mean, Elon Musk works on three, four companies, and mm-hmm. he's doing it, and he's been doing it for a long time. So if you're able to manage it, like, like how how do you manage it? So yourself? I'm. I don't know if I should continue making this comparison, but I love American Psycho. Have you okay. seen I, I think I've watched it, yeah, yeah, I've watched it, yeah. I love the film. I love his rigidness and his 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 like clockwork. That really gets me excited. So that's how I live my life. Okay. Like my diary, okay. my my Google diary just is yeah, if it's not in my diary, I just I'm not there. Not because okay. I don't want to be, wow. but it just it just if it's not there I I purposely don't retain a lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. if I've agreed to do something, I diary in when to do the work, when I'm gonna focus my energy on that work and I don't let it linger mm-hmm. in my mind and take okay. up space outside of that. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So that allows me to, I guess, do so many things because I'm very good yeah. at compartmentalizing. Um, okay. And I think when I started uni uh, in October, just gone, it was Black History Month. So I was invited to, I think there's about at least seven different events whilst mm-hmm. I was starting uni, which was a really stupid mistake. So anybody starting something like uni, do not agree to do all that. I didn't know my timetable. Um, yeah. So that was a bit of a shaky start. But since then, it's just been really strict with this day is for that, that day is for that. Mm-hmm. Wow, Not I like sure. that. Yeah, but so I discipline, like discipline like is key. Yeah. Do you, have you always had that discipline? Yes. You have, okay, I, okay, I, I, well, I, okay, well. I have, and no. I think it comes back to, and, and mm. you know, just, I, I'm sure we're gonna talk about the behavior stuff, but a lot of it comes down to mm. your parents and how yeah. you were raised and the environment you was raised in. And I guess mm-hmm. because I was given that responsibility quite early on, Mm-hmm. And for the reasons why I had to be responsible, I've, I've yeah. grown and developed into, no, I have to be quite rigid in certain areas. Okay. Okay. Wow. I like this. This is <laughs> this is great. This is great so far. And as you said, we'll touch on it a little bit um, later. So I'm actually just talking about your degree. So it sounds like you're doing some sort of technology degree. You said coding. So. Yeah. So it's called behavioral and economic science. Okay. So the science side. that involves coding. Coding, yeah. So the science side. So if I kind of give you a Mm. snapshot, it's a Mm. lot of uh, what we look at is understanding why people make the decisions they make. And we understand that through research and carrying out experiments. So the data we collect, it needs to be analysed. And that's done through coding on, you know, some kind of programme. 
um, whether it's I use R or MATLAB, and it's literally coding up what you want the computer to do, how you want it to do it, and then interpreting those results, and then what that means about our behaviors, basically. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so that, that sounds good. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Huh. Good luck. <laughs> I mean, thank you. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Good luck. I, yeah, I hope you get a distinction uh, in your you. master's. Um, is it a two-year, one-year? No, one? because because I think I'm some kind of superwoman, I'm doing it in mm. one year. Wow. Okay. It's very intense. Yes, yes. <laughs> very, very intense. But as you said, you've got your schedule, so, yes. so I'm sure I'm sure you know, know what happen. you're getting yourself into. <laughs> um, so touching um, into mind over money, so I want to... Uh, delve deeper into that so where did inspiration um, come from for starting it so I think rewind back to me working as a you know in finance as a chartered accountant mm-hmm. I quite quickly climbed the ladder uh, yeah. you know pay jumps were like 10k every time mm-hmm. um, you know after I got qualified I just moved around I was quite aggressive with moving from company to company and, and really being solely focused on money if I'm honest um in a way that I'm not now but that was Mm. that was all I cared about um and I think quite quickly I saw that people around me as in you know peers friends family etc weren't as competent and confident with their finances as I was yeah and I was also teaching maths um to children uh I I did a few Mm. degree level students but mainly GCC and stuff and Mm. I think as I just continued to to climb and and you know, become wealthier. Yeah. The, the stark difference between those around me and where I was really started to mm-hmm. make me uncomfortable. Okay. As if to say, what what's happening here? Why is there a, gra- a, mm-hmm. a gap? And I spent some mm-hmm. time really diving into financial literacy and I did lots of reading, yeah. uh, researching to understand what is going on here. What's what's the gap? What? Um, and, you know, I saw it's a, it's, a, it's a global thing. It's not just in the UK. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and just breaking down the different components of it. So, um, d- again, depending on where you look and where you read, as far as I'm concerned, and the part that I really follow is breaking finance acumen, financial acumen, down mm-hmm. to three areas. There's the mm-hmm. actual education, so that's the content, so mm-hmm. literacy, so learning this, this, yeah. this. Uh, yeah. There's um, accessibility, so... Yeah people need to be able to access inf- this information if you think about all the different groups of people different demographics mm-hmm. there are so many who do not have access yeah. and then finally it's attitudes and behaviors so the individual has to be in the right place to take on this information you can and this is where some of this, the content that i come across really or the way it's delivered really gets under my skin because i'm like you can't just park <laughs> this information at people and expect them to learn it they have to be yeah. in the right place yeah. um, so that's where the work I do here is about taking people on a journey to be in the right place, okay. be excited, be open, and then mm-hmm. they can dive into, yeah, okay. improving. What I love doing. that. love that. <laughs> Hopefully we can uh, help some of the listeners on, on this episode, um, which is why I love to, uh, you know, bring uh, guests on such as yourself so we can, because I think there is also elements. Sometimes people don't even know that this is a problem or there is yeah. a problem. So sometimes it's like first recognize, actually there is a problem. Okay. Yeah. How do I get the help? And what, what is that journey from like A to, to Z? So yeah, I'm very, very um, excited to, to have you on this episode. Thank um, you. So what is the end goal of Mind Over Money? Like what is like, you know, in five years time, what would you be thinking it would be doing? So I want it to be everywhere. So it's okay. ultimately delivering those things, making, providing accessible uh, financial mm-hmm. education, uh, mm-hmm. not just bog standard 
you know, this, this, this. It's the whole mm-hmm. mind work as well. So in terms yeah. of the programs I do, and it mm-hmm. to be, you know, the model is based on partnerships. So partnering okay. with organizations, whether it's charitable or whatever it may be, and either building something different for them, depending on their tailored audience. So, and, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you know as well, when it comes to education yeah. like this, it has to be tailored to the person uh, and yeah. their circumstances. Um, so yeah, just to be everywhere, basically. Okay. Fit to grow. Cool, um, cool, yeah. cool. <laughs> awesome. And this is, this is targeting everybody, right? Or is it targeting a certain type of person? Yeah, so it's it's for those who really... For example, one audience we were looking at before was uh, mm. social housing residents who okay. are on a certain you know income level or certain yeah. circumstances. So it will be that the aim is to partner with this organisation to identify those people who it would really benefit. Um, okay. Because it's not to say there's no... Um, I shouldn't assume, we shouldn't assume just because you live in social housing yeah. that you're in a certain circumstance because that's not the case. That's all. true. I, I was Some people are savvy. Yeah. I was raised in social housing completely and yeah. like mm. I said earlier I, I was quite yeah. strict and serious with my finances from early mm-hmm. um, so it's more about identifying those people in that company who would really benefit from it um, okay yeah but the mind work is for everyone definitely of course yeah yeah everybody everybody needs mind work um, and we're gonna actually touch on that uh, because with you know with new year we always get this saying <laughs> new year new me what is actually your thoughts on that because uh, you're gonna see all over twitter you're gonna see all over instagram <laughs> and everybody's gonna say oh yeah new year new me like what yeah what do you think of about that like i get it i get it i guess mm-hmm. so in terms of it being you know january 1st it, it's it's a mm-hmm. real marker right in time it's mm-hmm. first of a new year so it's, it's yeah. easy and it makes sense mentally for one part for you to say, yeah. okay, I'm going to fix that. That's going to be my commitment point from there on. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. I've never done that actually. Um, yeah. I think maybe, you know, years back when I was really young and it was like exciting, but as I became an adult, it didn't work. And mm-hmm. I realized that actually, if I'm going to commit to something, I'm going to commit to it right now. Like what's the delay? Mm-hmm. Unless I'm physically, you know, there's physical constraints as to why <laughs> I can't do something. The delay. Yeah. I mean, you know, if I'm going to quit eating crisps, for example, there's crisps in my Mm. cupboard, give them away. Like, you know, there are things you can do to start immediately. And, you know, there's so many reasons why why it doesn't work. In, if I think, pulling in some behavioural science stuff, Mm. uh, there's something called overconfidence, which is a term we all know about, but it's actually something we study in in behaviour. And that's where you think you're going to be more successful or you're better than you actually are. Um, And just looking at the mind stuff, it's Mm-hmm. usually from you not being very self-aware and knowing mm-hmm. and being honest with yourself and knowing where your shortcomings are, where you are really good okay. and where you do have shortcomings, being realistic about it and then saying, okay, this is where yeah. I struggle. What can I do to make me successful in that space? And I think I like that. that's, that's that step is what people don't often do. It's like, yeah, I'm going to do mm-hmm. this. And you just think because you've mentally committed to it, it's going to make a change. Yeah. Whereas actually we've got to put things in place to get there and build up that plan, make it really specific. And then mm-hmm. you're more likely to succeed. And then it takes yeah. away the need for it to be even on the 1st of January. Because <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. I just think you people are literally waiting 10 days from now. Yeah, like so on 10 days from now, I'm going to do this. You're right. What is actually stopping people from, um, you know, doing this now and you know that also doesn't mean that you can't start doing something from like mid-year like I started this podcast like July yeah do you know what I mean like we we don't need arbitrary dates Mm -hmm. to you know begin things and I think you're right when you kind of do that you're almost putting yourself in a 
it's almost like you don't really want it as bad, in my opinion. If well, you're if you're looking to, you know, do January first, this mm, is when I will, you know, start, I was say start that. doing this thing. So and one thing I usually work on when I when I work with people, mm. and it's the weirdest question to a lot of people, is do you actually want this? Like, why mm. do you want this? Where does it come from? For for a lot of us, it's you may not realise unless you sit and think, yeah. it's because our peers are doing it. Or yeah. actually another one which I think is is often surprising to people is you're maybe wanting these things because your parents expect you to have these things. And even as yeah. grown-ass adults, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm trying not to swear. <laughs> even <laughs> grown adults, um, you know, we've been raised and yeah. as a child, we, we want the approval of our parents. Yeah. So we do things like, even down to me, when I was leaving school, uh, you know, I was good at drama. My thing with graphics drama and I just happened to be good at maths. And I was like, Mum, should okay. I be an actress? No, Crystal, do maths. <laughs> of course. And I, I clearly did, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and it's only when you become an adult and start to reflect on yourself and really learn who you are and what's really important to you that you may even identify that, okay, me wanting this thing is not mm. from inside. It's from the expectations exactly. of all those people. So when you're saying, actually, it makes you question, do people actually want this? Because for some things, they don't. Yeah. And they haven't sat with themselves to see, okay, what do I actually want? And then, yeah. you know, go down that path. It's very, very important. It's very, 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 very important. And I agree with you. So we were talking, touching, um, you know, on behavioral finance. Mm. Um, so you explained that. So I'm also wanting to get a bit of understanding from you. How does somebody identify, you know, what, pos- what positive or negative feelings they have about money? Yeah. I, so in terms of the journey that I take people on to, to really understand themselves, because that, that's mm-hmm. fundamentally what it is, it's starting with what is it you actually want and mm-hmm. looking at yourself now and are you walking that path? Are you going towards mm-hmm. what you want? You know, a lot of people maybe want to buy a house, want to save up for a deposit, mm-hmm. want a new car, yeah. whatever it is, whatever those goals are. Are you making decisions right now to get there? Like first yeah. black and white question. And for a lot of people who are maybe struggling and like, I can't seem to save or whatever, you know, habits they put in place that they're struggling to achieve. It's because maybe you do have negative money habits. You've got limiting beliefs about yourself. Um, mm-hmm. or, or even before that, some people struggle with the realization or the actualization of what they want. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of my clients that I, I work with, you know, the first one, the first sessions we, we do is, okay, what are your goals? Yeah. What do you want to achieve? And some are really afraid to say it actually articulate what those goals are. Really? Yeah, because if you think about some people who've lived in a condition or an environment where their peers are not really achieving much, everyone's kind of living, Mm -hmm. spending all the money they get and spending all and looking good and actually I would love to have my own house or I'd love to have several properties or whatever it is, I'd love to have my own business. Mm -hmm. But if your peers aren't in that same space, you saying that is going to be weird. People might warn you. So when I get them on the call and get them to articulate that, and, you know, I've had some people where I've actually said, okay, how about I go first? Mm-hmm. And I say it, I allow myself to be vulnerable and show them it's okay and it's safe. And then they can, and mm-hmm. then they can start working through the steps to get there. Um, okay. So it's it's when you do things like that, if you find yourself struggling to say those things, you may have mm-hmm. some kind of limiting beliefs. Or if okay. what you want, you're not walking that path because mm-hmm. to get there, you've got to do X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And you're not you're spending all your money, you're not saving, you're not investing, then mm-hmm. there's something going on there that needs to be worked on. Yeah. 
I, I completely agree. And you know what's funny, right? As you're, as you're saying that, I found, even though I am, I feel like I'm doing well in life, mm. there are sometimes I still have limiting beliefs. There's sometimes like, I'll see, I think something, and I feel like I can't do that. <laughs> and then I say to myself, wait, hold on, why are you saying you can't do that? Why can't you do that? Yeah. Right? So yeah. it's, it's, you, it's like a constant battle that you have to, um, you know, fight all the time. I think, the whole concept of starting a conversation or thinking first that you can't do something, mm-hmm. it's definitely, not, I, I don't feel like it's really helpful. It's the right path to take. Of course, it takes time to, to help. But I think that's definitely like, you know, some of, some of the root um, of, of those issues. Okay, so I know we were like harping on about, oh, you know, goals for 2022, yeah. like start of January. I still think it's still important <laughs> to, to have goals for the next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what goals do you think somebody could uh, set themselves, you know, to help them develop their mindset throughout uh, 2022? I think first is is self-awareness. So mm-hmm. things you okay. can do to build self-awareness, that would maybe yeah. writing a journal, uh, okay. having, a, having a recap on your week, what's gone well, what's not gone so well. Uh, if you think about, if you do create goals, break them down into steps, you know, tiny tiny steps you know a goal Mm -hmm. to i don't know start saving for a deposit for your first property for example Mm -hmm. one of your steps might literally be i don't know googling savings accounts or ices Mm -hmm. and just that step could just literally be writing a list of them that's it not even looking at them but that's the first step so i think you know getting really honest with yourself sitting down having some Mm -hmm. time to to write things down getting clear on okay what is it i want and just building on that and working through that process cool 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 love that love that love that and this so this is okay so this is a bit of a techie question okay and I'll, I'll tell you the reason why i'm asking this question because i was watching i don't know if you watched it selling tampa selling tampa on netflix it's a it's a real estate mm-hmm. um series um it's a it's an agency oh actually it's, it's a real estate agency set up by um a black woman Mm -hmm. who basically hires all diverse women Um, and it was one of them one of the agents right she said something which kind of stuck out to me she's like i want to i want to be like i want to be in real estate i want to really do really well i want to do blah 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 two years she hasn't sold anything two years she's not sold any real estate but she keeps on maintaining i really want to do this but then every time she gets like called out about like why she's not doing good or she's been given opportunities to do good and she like for instance she had a chance to showcase somebody around the house she knew nothing about the house her literally when she was told like you've got this thing oh the house will sell for itself she knew no detail the person asked them tax what how much tax you need to pay she made it up um they asked her she said something about the tree she made up what the tree name was okay can you tell me about the tree the tree's old (laughs) like it was just mind-boggling but yet she maintained that she really wanted to do really well so it got me thinking there's a lot of people that say look um I want to do this like like for instance you said I want to buy a house Mm. yes I'm ready to buy a house but how do you know that you are like ready to actually work on your finances and not just fake ready I say that is a big question how do you know that you're ready Mm -hmm. it's funny I was um looking at a fellow finance person's Instagram the other day and they put those questions out. They're like, how do you know you're ready for a finance coach? Um, are you, do, do you fear looking at your bank statement? You know, those kind of things. So you, and 
okay, that doesn't mean you're ready. Okay. And, and that, I think that's back to your point. I think if you're ready to, to sacrifice and be mm-hmm. disciplined, then you're ready. Because okay. for you to, whether it's to start investing or like you said, mm-hmm. in, buy property, sell property, whatever it is you want to do, you want something more than what you currently have. You want yeah. to be different in some way. You want your circumstances to change. And we all know change is uncomfortable. But, yeah, it is. But what that's basically saying is, in terms of your brain, and this is this is the mm-hmm. key science part, your brain is created in a way that it wants to be lazy. That, that's how yeah. I word it. It wants to take the easiest route possible. You've got two parts. You, it wants to go down the automatic route, which is acting, using the least energy, the least effort, all of that stuff, which means relying on your current belief system, relying on what you've been doing for years, which means mm-hmm. staying where you are. Yeah. So if you want to change your financial situation, you want to do anything different, it means you have to go through the uncomfortable process of reprogramming. Literally, your brain creates new neurons and connections when you go yeah. through that process. So you have to be willing and, and happy to go through that uncomfortable process and feel nervous and feel vulnerable and feel like you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Once you're ready to do that, then you're ready. If you're not, okay. you ain't going to change. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. You touched on reprogramming. Can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, what reprogramming reprogramming is and how you can, you know, take some of the first steps to, to doing that um, reprogramming? Yeah, so there we're talking about the stuff that has been built and developed and solidified in your brain from, yeah. you know, if we look at the crucial years up until seven years old where those, you know, mm-hmm. belief systems and stuff are, are, are ingrained in you uh, from your parents, yeah. your guardians, whoever is around you. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of just continue repeating that story. So everything you yeah. do going forward is just you. If you, if you dig deep, ah, oh, it's because of that, because, because of that. And... So it's, it's funny, I, I say this as part of one of my uh, workshops that I deliver. If you think about the fact that you are a muscle, you're a being, you just so mm-hmm. happen to be born into those parents in the current environment that you're in. And all of that mm-hmm. influences what you do every day. Yeah. But you could be anywhere. You could have different parents. You could have different peers. You could be in a different environment. Yeah. That means you would be very different. That's true. So the reprogramming is about either you know putting yourself in different environments reading different information and just rewiring your brain to have new information that you can then go and regurgitate and and act out um and then we could start talking about you know habits and building a habit and making sure you have repetition because back to what i said it's about creating those new connections within your brain and that only comes from you know repetition um and building this new habit or this new behavior into your subconscious so you don't have to actively go out and do that because you know if you think about wow. things you do now yeah. a lot of what mm-hmm. you do now is automatic you get out of bed you, take yeah. your, you start walking you know you yeah. don't think about it you just know how to walk yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even and if we think about our finances what you do with your money is a lot of it's automatic mm-hmm. you just yeah, yeah i'm gonna go and spend there i'm gonna go to that supermarket i'm gonna go marks and spencers instead of going to Lidl or whatever it is you're trying to do it's mm-hmm. a lot of it's automatic so it's about building it into your subconscious that it's automatic um yeah yeah that yeah that that makes sense it's very very interesting it's such like it's such an interesting subject because i didn't actually ever think about actually if i like was born somewhere else would i be different and you're absolutely right yes you would be um is actually yeah no it's it's absolutely right (laughs) if i 
if if I was let's say I you know was born to a millionaire and they said look okay we're gonna get you start to learn investing from seven mm. we are going to get you to start thinking about having your own business by your sixteen mm-hmm. yes I probably would be a completely different person you'd be completely different and completely I'm not different to, yeah and it's not to say you know I'm, I'm not to say to take away the things you generally you get from your parents yeah. like genetics that they they exist. But if you think yeah. about, if we just strip away all the other stuff, but just think about who you're mm. around. And if you think about who you're around yeah. right now, your peers, mm. you know, if you're around only millionaires who took risks and was exposing you to this type of business or, you know, opportunities, you can then yeah. make a different decision. And as well, you're going to see what they're doing. They're your peers. You're going to want to yeah. connect and fit in. You're going to be more likely to do what they're doing. And there's so much more. And I could sit here and talk for hours, but <laughs> yeah, totally your environment and stuff. Yeah, yeah I completely, I completely agree. Yeah, no, that is audience. I, I hope that you've uh, <laughs> taken down your pens. Stop. It's not even this. Is, and this, I think when we're saying this, right, I think it's very important because I think some messages out there will say, you know, get rid of certain friends. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that's what you necessarily have to do. I just think it, what it is, should be about is also just you can have a diverse circle right you can also have people who you aspire to or people who are more like you but you can also have the friends that maybe are no longer like you you know that that's also fine too because you might still have something in in common that's just my personal opinion i I do hear a lot of you know entrepreneur talk say i'll get rid of the people who are you know do you know what i think and yeah and it's a bit techie yeah i i don't think you need to be harsh and say cut out your friends yeah. and no because that, that, that yeah. traumatic action is not necessary but I think exactly. what what really is required is you to be self-aware and really realize mm-hmm. the influence that those people have on you and if they're negative yeah. and, and, and not, not in line with what you're trying to do and it's funny I talk about I, I talk about this all the time and it's always a mm-hmm. uncomfortable subject especially with the young people that I talk to and I say it delicately yeah. because when you're young your peers are everything right but exactly. it's, it's more to be aware of how you feel what you do, the decisions you make when you're around those mm-hmm. people. And if you want to achieve something over here and they're taking you in this direction, it's like, okay, all right, I, I've noticed that they're not bad people. It's just where they mm-hmm. are, their focus in life, and you're different. Exactly. And especially yeah. and especially if you've gone through a process or you've, you've, reconnect, you've connected with a new group of people or you've read a different book, you're the one that's changed, you know? So yeah. there's no reason why you should be upset about these people. You've changed. Yeah. And that's great and own that, you know, and then, yeah. okay, if you want to get over there, find people that are over there as well and, and, and stick with them. Anyway, yeah. will... I, I, I like that. And I think that is definitely the best way to approach it. Instead of, yeah, I'm just going to cut you out because, you know, you're not on my level. No. Yeah. It's a no, toxic behavior in my opinion, but mm. yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll digress <laughs> from that. Um, so can you describe how a positive mindset can have a positive impact on your money? Are you able to give us some examples too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back to thinking about maybe, I'm, I'm sure you've discussed this on, on this podcast, um, mm. having a growth mindset, thinking that you are capable of doing and achieving whatever it is you want. So when it comes to finance, mm. finance is almost like part of, you know, finance is purely a tool for you to have whatever life or you know circumstances you want to have so if you have the right mindset then your finances will also be positive you know yeah um and along with other things and you know pretty straightforward it, it means you're more likely to work towards whatever goal it is you're trying to set you know yeah. if you have that open mindset you know that you're open to identifying what's not working then mm-hmm. you're open to 
finding a solution. And that yeah. may be from a book, it may be from a mentor, it may be from whoever, your peers, but that totally turns your finances upside down. It then allows you to start walking down a path of, you know, increasing your wealth. Thinking about, yeah. you know, if I give an example of one of my clients, maybe, before she started working with me, I think I think she had like about 7K worth of debt. And okay. with her, you know, she's a mother, she had three kids and things were tight. And she, as far as she was concerned, it's going to take her three years to clear her debts. Wow. We worked together for, I think it was four sessions. She cleared her debt in seven months. Wow. Which is amazing. All of them. All yeah. in one. And that wow. is from her going through that uncomfortable process. Right at the beginning, it always feels awkward. You've got someone else looking in your pocket. Um, mm-hmm. But she then committed herself and was really disciplined and shifted wow. her mindset. She started to talk differently. Like, I can do this. I'm fully capable. Yes. Don't care what my family think of me. Um, and now she's ready to invest. Wow. It's crazy that she thought it would take three, three years and she years. actually did it in seven months. Yeah. I was so just shows you. Yeah. It's huge. It really, really shows you how like mindset, if you've got the right mindset. And it's very interesting, you know, what you said in terms of like being open. It's not just like can do attitude. Yeah, it is a can do attitude, but it's like you said, openness. When you're mm-hmm. open to learning, open to, to change, I feel like you can pretty much do everything. If you are resisting change <laughs> how can you expect your your situation to change right yeah and i think you don't realize that that's you know the whole self-sabotage imposter yeah. all that good stuff if you allow that to stop you you will stay where you're comfortable which is where you currently yeah. are and where you don't want to be but you will stay yeah. um yeah so yeah it's it's been brave to go through that discomfort mm-hmm. and act although you've got like I, I remember when i had a massive shift i fear as far as I'm concerned, fist sits on my shoulder and it's like, hey, Crystal, I want to take over your life. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, and you're just continuing exactly. going with that existing. You know, it's like, I'm going to be bigger yeah. than that. Um, and then anything's possible. Exactly. I, I, I completely agree. And that leads me on to negative mindset. Mm-hmm. So what can that actually do to your finances? <sighs> How long's a piece of string? <laughs> I mean, the opposite of everything we've spoken about, but also down mm-hmm. to think about health. Um, a yeah. lot of people suffer mentally, um, mm-hmm. you know, stress levels. It affects, it causes illness, you know. Yes, it, it does, yeah. damage to your, your, your digestive system, all of it. it. It literally has a direct correlation to that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if we take it bigger, your family, you, you know, your children, it, it can spiral easily. And that's if you're hiding... Yeah. Um, you know, embarrassed, allowing fear to take over. You know, if you're not yeah. looking at your bank account and you're afraid to look at your bank account for months and months and months, you know, what damage are you doing? Thinking about your credit score. Um, yeah, there's so much. Yeah, there is, there is a lot, you know, and it's 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 very important that you mention the people side because it it can make you act differently towards yeah. people, you know. And it's it's interesting, right? Because it starts off with your mindset. That then leads into you not managing your money mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And then that then leads into you acting out of people. <laughs> and yeah. then it just keeps on spiraling Spiral. you know, around. And it's it's definitely not where you, you, you sort of want to be, um, be. Just for the simple fact of just addressing an, an issue. Why do you feel like people are just like scared to, to address an issue, not able to face it? Because like, like you mentioned you know, one of your clients, when you said, okay, what was your financial goals? They were scared of Mm -hmm. being judged by other people. Why do you think people are worried about tackling their issues? I think if we stick with the people side for the minute, 
one, we're not taught about this anywhere. Anywhere. You know, banks mm-hmm. have these initiatives now. Yeah. They're trying to do stuff. You know, I'm not going to, I don't want to slate what the banks are doing. You know, well done, but mm, not very good. Um, or even when it is taught in schools, as they're trying to do, the yeah. teachers aren't trained, qualified. They don't know what they're talking about. And they're yeah. not confident. And they've said, we're not confident teaching this stuff. We don't know what we're talking about. So people aren't taught about this anywhere. Then you've got, so no one's spoken about it, but it's such an important part of your life. It, you know, yeah. it pays for you to, it, it, you need money to eat, to live, to have shelter, to, to fit in with your mm-hmm. peers because your social status, which depends on your money and how much money you have to buy certain clothing, cars, shoes, <laughs> then impacts how you feel, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So there is so much in that, in this, you know, in money that makes it emotional. So then people are embarrassed um, and you know people lie to fit in and there's so many things woven into um why people why money is taboo yeah and if we think about you know work pay is not disclosed that there's so much comparison people make judgments based on how much money you have or what you're doing that's true so to to talk about money is always going to be uncomfortable and that's where yeah. I think great, you know, wonderful people are doing lots of stuff to encourage the conversation about money. Um, yeah. Because it, 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 it's a good thing. You can then educate and teach people and they can spread the word. And that's one thing I'm, you know, is really woven into Mind Over Money, what we're doing there. And from the work I've done, I've seen, once you teach one person, then they tell their friends and it creates mm-hmm. this lovely ripple effect. And it just helps spread the word about, hey, talk about money. Hey, did you know you could do this? This, you know. Yeah. And only have a positive effect. It's very important. It's very important to open a conversation. And mm. I think it's, you know, it's important work that you're doing. It's only going to help people with it, right? Yeah. You know, if we recognise that this is an issue and we're happy to discuss money, you know, the salary thing, I, like, I'm happy to talk to people about my salary um, if they ask me um, and, you know, help them out because I think it's important. I think that's what helped me, mm. right? That's what helped me actually become more ambitious because, oh, wow, you're earning this one. Yeah. I'm getting underpaid let me let me go for a bit more so you know that's that's what happened so um just wanted to go back into you know 2022 and sustaining you know energy because I think you know as we kind of alluded to before um, a lot of people start the new year with a lot of energy you know a lot of goals a lot of plans and pretty much by March maybe February it just sort of you know dies out and why do you think that that happens what do you think the reasons are I think, like we touched on, I think it's lack of willpower, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Not being realistic about where you are, the changes you need to make. Yeah. A lot of people, when they make goals, and, and many have heard of SMART goals. I'm sure it sounds cool, mm-hmm. whatever. But if we can forget the acronym for a sec. For you to make a change, you have to be really specific and really detailed. So that mm-hmm. might mean, say, every Thursday you do X, Y, Z. And, and holding yourself account. Um, and I think in terms of success, in sticking to those new goals or habits or whatever you're trying to achieve, you have to make those steps really tiny, really yeah. small, because you're doing something different. If you make it big, you, you're not going to achieve it. It's going to be scary. It's, it's a change. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. and, and again, like I said, on the accountability, getting someone to do it with, make it easy for yourself. And a lot of people don't do that. So there's a bit of work in creating goals or new goals that are going to be successful. It's not just, I'm going to do this. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to buy a house. Yeah, that's uh, it. You're it's right. That's too big of a goal. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's and, way and, too big, too daunting. But yeah. that's the big goal. It's just you need to break it down into what am I yeah. doing right now, and then it's more likely to be successful. So again, with what I do with people, it's like break it down. Nope, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Make it specific. Nope, what are you talking about? Make it smaller, smaller, smaller. And you break those down, then you spread them out over whatever time period you're trying to achieve them by. That's realistic. Um, so I think that's where people get get confused. And in that process, you're going to see also what things around you are hindering you. Mm-hmm. So it's not just, this is what I want to do, I'm going to go do it. But no, what things do you need to change around you to make sure you achieve that? Going back to the circles and the places you hang out or whatever, Mm -hmm. that's when that will start to show up. And that's where you have to be really honest with yourself. And that's difficult. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. Yeah, no, it's it's very, very difficult. And you touched on accountability. Why is that important? So, I mean, we're not built to be on our own, right? We're, mm-hmm. we're not yeah we, we need people we need connection we need relationships yeah. um knowing that you're doing something with someone also makes it more fun um yeah. and it's knowing that someone is there looking at you and checking in almost on okay you said mm-hmm. you're going to do this have, have you done it are you doing yeah. it yeah. and you don't want to let yourself down you don't want to look like you're unsuccessful so it just provides that extra layer to hold you account um so I guess that's why kind of coaching, mentoring is very popular because you've got someone in your corner cheering you on mm-hmm. in a positive way. So they're making you feel good and also they're helping you through the process. Yeah. That makes it more successful. So if it's not a coach or a mentor like myself, then get a friend, mm-hmm. but get a serious friend. Yeah. You know, someone who's not going to bear Serious, serious friend. <laughs> yeah. you know, just get your friend that you yeah. hang with all the time and who's doing mm-hmm. stuff you don't want to do anymore. Get someone, yeah. I think you mentioned it earlier, like someone you aspire to who inspires you, someone yeah. at that next level who can help pull you up. There's no shame in that. That's that's a very good point. That is a very, very good point because do you feel like with accountability as well, <laughs> it's a very interesting thing. Do you feel like, because you, know, you, you have your clients, mm. I don't want to say that they're scared of you because that's not what it is, but do you feel like a hint of fear sometimes keeps people honest and keeps them okay i I need to yeah do you get what i'm saying when i say fear i don't actually mean i don't mean scared of you scared but like okay i've got that in the diary i'm gonna have a catch up with crystal but i think you're right and i I don't want to use the word fear but there is something when when people they know i've given them something to do this is when it's due i want it otherwise you're wasting my time and you're wasting and and i'm back to christian bale and america's i'm not afraid to be do, do the thing like I'm not afraid so, and I'm very direct like at the end of our sessions okay this is what I've told you to do just make sure you've got the list you've got no excuses I also have a section where this is your task for this week so there's no reason why you can't do it um and and that's required and also they're paid so you've spent yeah. money on something and it's not cheap so you want to get the best out of it so yeah I think yeah. you have to have someone that not fear but you look up to you have respect yeah. you have to respect somebody yeah. to, and then you, then that they can be in that position if you don't respect them you're not going to yeah. do what they say yeah so there's no point that's true you're not that's very true that's very true so you so you've heard it here ladies and gentlemen <laughs> great great uh gems dropped by a uh, crystal tip so what about you what what are your goals for 2022 goals gosh mm-hmm. i'm i'm in the process of refining them 
um, because okay. I'm not held to the first, you know, and I'm going to be traveling any second. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. I'm yeah. <laughs> but so I'll be finishing uni in August. Um, that's okay. when I'll be submitting my dissertation and then I'll be free. Wow. Um, I've got Good community. Luck. Thank you. I've got community that I'm building. So I've got some specific mm-hmm. girls there. Um, Mm-hmm. Give me a lot. I can't share all details. Um, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> with Mind Over Money, I've got some stuff planned for that as well. I'm working with someone, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and can I say? Let me think. Can I say? Yes, I can. I'll be making my first ever TV appearance. Ah, wow, wow. Fantastic. <laughs> which Fantastic. is very exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. So, you know, even with that alone, hopefully more of that to come, really. Um yeah. Which will require some of me, you know, me to do some work. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. uni... That is very good. Very, very exciting. But uni is a big pivotal point. I mean, a lot of my time will be spent, you know, reading mm-hmm. lovely textbooks and plugging into mm-hmm. a program. Um, <laughs> but after that is when hopefully, yeah, make some big shifts on the business side. Wow, wow, wow. That's fantastic. I wish you good luck uh, with your you. studies, uh, with the TV appearance, with everything that you do um, next year. Sounds really, really exciting. Sounds like 2022 is going to be fantastic. Do you have um, a final message for the listeners? Yeah, I think thinking back to what comes out and that is very common with the people I work with, it may not apply to everyone, mm-hmm. but it's if you're in a position where you're struggling or you're not sure, or you're doubtful, just know that mm-hmm. you can. Back to what we spoke about before with um, you just so happen to be born and placed in this environment, um, yeah. raised on those you know, belief systems, etc. You can change. You can change. Yeah. And it's just about finding someone that you can connect with that can take you on that journey um, to abundance. Because yeah. go, go get it. Love like, that. Hell yeah. Love that. <laughs> abundance. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the theme of the episode. Abundance. I love abundance. it. Thank you so much, Crystal, for um, blessing the podcast. It's been great to All have right. you as a guest on a takeoff podcast. Um, after your TV appearance and your, you've completed your master's, maybe we'll get you on just to discuss how, how that went. Yeah. Um, listeners, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and that you've had your notepads out i'm thinking about the journal stuff that uh, mm-hmm. that you mentioned crystal i might actually maybe document Do my journey from 2022 i think that's that's very interesting it's huge it really um, is and when you look back as well you'll be like whoa i said that look where i am now yeah <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's crazy i i think yeah i definitely think i've been trying to but i think i need to actually try to be consistent with it and yeah. just try and try and do it because i think it's it's integral mm-hmm. actually to how you will you know progress um, yep. over the future um so yeah no i will see what i can do and i'll let you know listeners if if i if i do that but thanks again uh for listening to this episode of the takeoff podcast it's been great having you i hope uh, that you have a great uh, 2022 and we'll see you next week amazing thanks this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.